Hello you, Angela Scanlon here on the Graeme Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. I'll be here this weekend as Graeme soaks up the last bit of the summer sun. So, let me tell you what we've been up to today. Ruby Max comes in to tell me all about her tour, I'm not as well as I thought I was. Show chef Martha has the best autumnal dish. I know, it's autumn. And we've got a round of word up. Ruby Wax is here. Hi, Fink. Welcome. Hi, Ruby. <laughs> so I wanted to be like we're all together. Yeah, I know. It feels like that, doesn't mm. it? It's lovely to see you. I mean, I did say on the way in, and I had you on my podcast. We'll talk about it shortly because I think it was at quite a um, specific point in in your life, which we'll we'll touch on. But I told you at the time that I, I named my daughter after you. I'm Irish, in case that wasn't apparent. No, and Ruby, who knew? <laughs> Ruby was not a name, you know, that it, it was who, very exotic. Where I, did you get Ruby from? You. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Because I'm named after, in the 50s, they were all hookers. I know, you did tell me that, women. which I felt so it slightly like, took the wind out of myself. It's not like calling her Elizabeth. <laughs> Well, it is to me. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay, we've got a coffee. Don't worry. We'll get that in a minute. Now, you are going on tour. I feel like I don't know where to start. We could be cleaning windows in the shard any minute. But I I was offered a job this morning. We won't go into it. A man who cleans the shard windows. I said I'd like to join him. And he said, I have to get my own basket. That's the end of the story. I'll be cleaning windows. Because you've got another job. I have another job. You are going on your brand new tour. I'm not as well as I thought I was. Four years after your critically acclaimed book okay so how I mean let's start with with the book and the kind of where this all came from so you thought do you know what telly obviously iconic on TV you thought you know what I'm gonna I've been doing this mindfulness thing maybe I can get a TV channel to pay for me the guy at the window cleaner just called me and said um go show up outside no, Show I'll up stay outside. here. I'll finish this first. Please. That okay. would be nice. There's your coffee now. Thank you. Um, so you thought, you know what, maybe a, a TV channel can pay for me to have these life-changing experiences in that space, in the wellness space. Right. So how did how did that work out? It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> I don't know where you got your information. <laughs> what? It's totally but you went loads of places. No, no, no I, I mean, did go lots of places. On a podcast I listened to this morning. Well, maybe I was lying, but <laughs> I wanted to. Um, you, after uh, after lockdown, I you know with no distractions, and I thought, yeah. how you know, I, I've given the best years of my life being on the phone to people I don't even know. Yeah. So I thought, let's change everything. Let's find some meaning, mm-hmm. right? That was going for meaning, but I yeah. didn't know what that was. So I thought, let's go on these journeys and sell it to uh, the. The Penguin as a book, okay. um, a, a travel thing. And uh, I'd go these extreme journeys that would maybe inspire me. So mm-hmm. I just, these are just things for me and they didn't cost anything, you know. So, I, so 30 like swimming days, with I, humpback Humpback whales. does sw- cost, but I okay. hustled it. I swam with humpbacks. That's a story in itself. I bet. Um, because Christian monastery. Christian monastery, not expensive. Where I uh, tried to get people out of Afghanistan. I went to a 30-day silent retreat, and then there were more and more, and then I ended up in a mental institution. Go figure. Okay, so that wasn't part of the plan, That clearly. was not on my agenda, no. But what happened was after I did these remarkable journeys, mm-hmm. it's not a great... It's, it's, uh, it's funny, it's like a... It's like a great travelogue. Because you can't but be funny, but even it, when you're... But it was like, where's the heart of this? Where's the mm-hmm. meat? Okay, funny journeys, you know, interesting and hilarious sometimes. Yeah. And then you really do find what you're looking for. By the way, it might just last a minute, but bingo, you hit it once mm-hmm. in a while. Because you can't, you can't shut up for 30 days 
and you know you're doing mindfulness for uh, 13 hours a day uh, you can't do that unless your mind finally it sort of it gives up like it's been um you know arm wrestling mm-hmm. and the critical thoughts are coming and it hates you and it's telling you why you're too old and too ugly and then suddenly it just gives up it's like a muscle that goes okay baby you take it and there are moments where you can actually taste what you're eating mm-hmm. and the granola is delicious and then of course I thought oh I'm evolved oh my god I'm totally evolved I have to call Eckhart Tolle <laughs> To let him know. To let him know I'm in the present. Anyway, moments of madness. (laughs) But what happened was after, I hadn't had depression in 12 years, in 12 years. So imagine my surprise. I'm all on these incredible journeys Mm -hmm. and suddenly it's like the devil starts to talk to you and you think, oh, this is familiar. And then you go, I haven't had this for, because each time it's like when, you know, when you have your, um, period, you always think, why do I want to um, Why am everybody? I crying in the yeah. back of a car? Well, men, my, uh, mental illness is similar because you want to block it out. You don't want to remember. And then you go, oh, when have I had this before? So I went, you know, deadly. Yeah. And um, you're not funny. You And whoever you are leaves town. Mm-hmm. And you get those devil voices. And uh, gradually I realized I got to go. So I ended up in an institution. Of course, you can't write there because you're a paper bag. Mm-hmm. And people are making you sign things. You don't even know where your arms are, let alone how to use them. And then they put you, you have to wait for the devil to leave. I mean, you know, it's no, if you could shout And you don't out, know when, he, when no. he's going to leave. When he finally did leave. And I had some interesting medication and interesting uh, things used on my brain mm-hmm. which sped it up yeah it worked well tell me about that because I know that there are you know and you've studied so there's maybe a like not a cynicism but there's certainly a, a level of knowledge that you bring to these you know um different places that you explore and different kind of um modalities if you like but this one you were you had never heard of before and were surprised by how well, the, quick life it moves on, right? Mm. And because when I went to Oxford, you know, if they were teaching witchcraft, I might not have gone. Yeah. But it was very scientific and, and I technical. But there's always new stuff and you really have to have a very um, kind of uh, a mind that can distinguish the absurd from the uh, the, the real yeah and I'm I'm more scientific call me crazy mm-hmm. but you know an angel card ain't gonna do it for me and may God bless you yeah. God bless you if it could work for you I've now got an angel card here let me see I feel like this one might are work. you kidding no, All right. yeah. but I do have many decks of them <laughs> Whatever keeps you going, Ruby. I do too. And when I was in the mental institution, this my favorite nurse called Risk. I hope she's listening. So I'd always go, hi, Risk. Not good. She'd give me my affirmation card. And she actually came. I have previews going on now. She came two nights ago. And I just wanted to bury myself in her body. Mm. Because there's these angels, women. Usually, actual the nur- the nurses, and if you could just sink into their crevices, you'd mm-hmm. be healed. Yeah. Okay. So besides her, there was equipment called um, repetitive transcranial magnetic stimulation, which looks like a '50s hair dryer, and it has after 20 sessions, it has a 65 percent chance of success, which is wild. Wild, and it goes ah, like on your head. And so, I is said, it like electric shock therapy? No, that's, no. To me, that has. You can't remember your planet of origin after one of those. Well, you For know, me, uh, I didn't realize. And uh, you've had that? No, no. No, because that feels so... My, but, my but uncle still, people, had that. It does work on some people, yeah, so I don't okay. want to be too cynical. Yeah. But it's but it, it sounds quite barbaric, doesn't well, it? But this is, uses magnets, so we thought there are no side effects. Okay. There's well, no downside. There's no downside. So far, they're going to find out my teeth fall out in two years. You can do without your teeth if you're upright, no? Yeah, if you can think, <laughs> teeth are not required. Well, and I mean, this is the thing that you so 
eloquently and passionately and relatably, you know, communicate all the time is this kind of idea. And I've heard you spoken about it many times. We kind of talk about mental illness and the brain being, you know, the mothership. It's the mothership. And we we say, oh, yeah, but it's, you know, invisible. But as you rightly say, so is a kidney and so is diabetes. (laughs) And why are we neglecting to to fund and to talk about mental health and brain health, really? Well, it is you, you know, so if if you're if you're ashamed, it's pretty much, you know, you can live without everything, but not without the mothership. Mm -hmm. But the point is, at the end of um, I when I did come out of the clinic, that became the book is somebody in a clinic writing about these journeys they went on. Mm -hmm. So it's. It starts with, uh, you know, you're in there and some of it's, I'm sorry, hilarious. Yeah, One always. flew over the cuckoo's nest land. Like okay. The, you know, my people, they're my people yeah. going, oh no, their foxes are coming into my home and they're eating my frozen prawns and I had them for a party. So I put vegan food out for the foxes and they still come into my home eating the prawns. And... And Freddie's going to eat. And, you know, in a place like this, you don't ask why, right? Yeah. These are the conversations you have. And I mean, Do you know why I like mental institutions? Tell me, Ruby. Because of women like that. Okay. Do you meet them in your life? No. no you do not. So, but then do you feel like I in those them. moments when you're in the darkest place that you're also having those kind of oh, conversations, you're... but you're unaware? No, no. I don't have that particular fix and yeah, I'm not okay. English. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, you, you like to have your tribe. You know, nothing yeah. is shocking and everything's acceptable. But I put, you know, they were there and uh, bizarre things in the hospital my first day out, yeah. you know, where the sun blinds you like you're a vampire mm-hmm. and going to sleep and watching reruns of Friends, but not really understanding the plots. Yeah. Because, but liking the colors. So you gradually, I get better, but also most of the show is the, the journeys to getting out of Afghanistan, to, to the retreats, to the swimming with um, whales. And so you do go on somebody's mental journey outside and inside. Ruby Wax is with me. We are talking all about her tour. I'm not as well as I thought I was. You can get tickets and info on rubywax.net. Now, Silent Retreat, we've touched on it. Your extreme journeys to find an antidote to living a frazzled life. The Silent Retreat sounds like hell on earth for a lot of people. Mm. And I think also Silent Retreat is not just you shutting your gob for a few days. It's like no tech, no reading, anything that basically and fills 13 your hours, mind. 13 hours of mindfulness a day. Which means what? It means your behind gets really big. <laughs> so mindfulness, i.e. sitting, meditating. We're, uh, sitting and walking and stuff. But okay. I would, and then you have to do an hour of volunteer work. And I, you know, to so I, I volunteered to be a dishwasher and there was a young girl and like a kind of decrepit person like me and she said since you two are elders um Rude. i will be doing the harder stuff and you do elders but one of the rules is no sex no intoxicants and no killing if they hadn't said that i would have put my hands around her neck and choked her to death <laughs> anyway she um, does killing happen often in these silent retreats for bugs you're not they point out if there is a bug you oh must my. walk around it because it could have been your great-great-grandmother oh fair enough or there's a, a, a ant sucker upper on the wall you put it you tiptoe over the ant quietly and then you suck it up into this tube and then blow it out at the exit and give it a little namaste bow oh wow yeah okay i made that up yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> and what about plants then? Do you have to ask them permission? There's wild turkeys everywhere. It's really okay. beautiful. <laughs> and I saw a cat fight once between two males and it was horrific. Mm. Yeah, they were fighting over some fat ass, you know, feathered female and it was repulsive. Wow. But you know, you get into stuff because nothing else, you have nothing to well, it's do. It's like TV, no? Everything becomes like TV. And mm. as I said before, there is a moment where your mind goes, okay, take it. And you watch ants literally going up and down leaves and it's fascinating. Wow. And sorry, do you hold on to this? And this may be a silly question, but you're in it. As you say, you're calling Eckhart going, lads, I'm in the gang. Eckhart, I figured I, it out. You, it's Ruby. <laughs> Ruby. Hi, Eckhart. Uh... So do, does it last or? Well, that's the point of the show is, you know, what something kept happening every time I'd, I'd run after this thing. I'd gazump it. I'd do something like um, to screw it up. Mm. And I couldn't figure it out wh- why I kept ending it badly or, you know, m- mashing up what I was finding. And then um, when I coincidentally ended up in a mental ward. I mean, it doesn't. It wasn't because I was on a lot of journeys. You know, you can win an Oscar and still end up in a mental ward. Mm-hmm. So no connection. But when I did, I, they gave me a really good EMDR therapist. I didn't know what that was before, yeah. and I've studied this stuff. But it works with trauma. I said, sweetheart, I'm not, I haven't got trauma. It's an Oprah word. It's for people in Afghanistan. I have never been there. Okay. But she was really good, and she dug down and down and down. And the woman who was my shrink, is the voice of the shrink in the show. Oh. She's very good. And eventually she uncovers the fact that um, I didn't know. I know this sounds, why didn't you know that? But I was locked in my house for my first 18 years. And so that's why I keep running. Um, But I didn't know that. I knew that I hadn't seen Night a lot. uh, And I would be allowed to see certain selected people. And I never went, went on a date. But that was my normal. So a, a level of control that you weren't even aware was, of. That's my normal. I mean, mm-hmm. then later on, I, when I was in the RSC and I was here and I was, Alan Rickman was my, he directed all my shows up until he died. And um, he used to come to America and his, uh, his widows said to me, um, why did you never go out with Alan at night? Because you guys knew the same people. He was in America. And I said, I wasn't allowed to. And I was already 30. So in your mind, you weren't allowed to? No, I just knew that I wasn't supposed to go out. Okay. Isn't that weird? By 30, I was already living in Mm. England. But when we'd go to America, they still said, and when Ed, my husband Ed, he was there. And I said, Ed Ed and I are going to go out. We were in Florida. My father said, that's insane. Are you insane? Somebody could murder you. And so Ed and I stayed home. So this like fear followed you around. Yeah, but it didn't occur to me that something, I used to sneak out of my house later yeah. on and then I'd get busted for it. Mm-hmm. You find out what happens when I do, but I had no idea. And that obviously propels somebody to keep running and looking and yeah. running and looking and screwing it up. And that idea of coming out of this place where you've found moments of peace and of, mm. you know, silence, I suppose, and then straight back into well, it. It's kind compassion. of self-sabotage. Yeah, self-sabotage okay. or compassion when you do end up with a refugee or you have to get him out of somewhere. I'm in the rush and the um, Christian, I was, the idea was good. I wanted to know what it was to have the spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, when you go into tongues and I always, because I always, my yearning to be part of the crowd, you know, to be part, because 
I was locked in. I didn't know, but mm. my I, my childhood memory is my dog and I sitting in the big picture window, looking out at the park and seeing all these happy, you know, people making burgers and kids yelling, and my dog and I just sitting there in the window, not allowed out. Mm. And so that's my image of there's life out there, and then there's a freak show going on in here. Okay, that sense of that always being with you. Mm. And so on stage, does it feel quite liberating being like this is... This is, you know, everything, letting it all hang out. Well, it's I've only done it twice, mm-hmm. right, um, in front of an audience. Okay. And, um, and it's so, I'm not used to acting, and I have a director who's very like Alan Rickman, who it's precise, precise, and it's acting. It's okay. not, hey, ladies and gentlemen. So um, my kids went, what is this? It's a play. Oh, wow. They couldn't understand. I mean, I'm. I do talk to them, but then I do go into the world. And um, you're so busy concentrating on where you're supposed to go because the lighting's really beautiful. And then mm-hmm. the the table becomes a bed, becomes a underwater, becomes a whale, becomes, you know. So you're focused. You're not um, playing, you okay. know. You're not yeah. going, oh, this is fun. Yeah, okay. So almost you're in, you're so in the detail. You're on that... a tightrope walking mission there trying yeah. to get across. Okay. Yeah. But you are, aside from the show... I mean, Ruby Max Castaway, okay? This. All oh, right. Oh, can I just say it yes. came from the book, I'm not as well as I thought I was, but it isn't the book. Because people say, oh, what, are you going to just stand up there and read it? It's it's a theatrical thing. It sounds glorious. I saw Gabriel Byrne do Ghost, so I don't know whether you've seen it. But when you're describing, he's essentially talking about moments in his life and, you know, the desk turns into a judge's oh, right. chamber or whatever. And it's so... so um, I mean, it was so surprisingly and incredibly moving because I think I wasn't expecting that that would be, but it was based on a book, but it was, again, the staging of it that made it mm. sense. Yeah, because people so have the audacity to get up and read their book on stage. You think, come on, work for it, baby. But, but that's the thing about you. You do work for it. There's mm. an incredible, um, you know, in, in everything I feel you've ever done, you you almost overwork. You're never sitting, you're never sitting well, back. Well, I never it's think like, it's good enough. You know, the voice of it's not mm. good enough. And, you know, you know now, I know where that comes from. I'm cool with it. Yeah. But it still is, a rec- it's like music that plays in the elevator. Mm-hmm. I don't really listen, but it's always playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's also what makes you brilliant. Well, and nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what a combo. Uh, Castaway, in a word, was oh. it wonderful? Because the idea of 10 days marooned on an island, and I know it was out in April, it's it's available still on, on My Five, but you were getting prepped to go for it the last time I saw you. Oh, and yeah, you yeah. Like, uh, well, I, again, I have no fear mm. of um, stuff outside of me because I got enough hauntings going on inside. Okay. And I think that has a lot, a lot of people who have my syndrome, the one in four, would know what I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. if you've seen hell inside, what could possibly go wrong outside? Okay. And it was the Blair Witch Trials. That's what that's what I mean. It, you'd hear sticks and you'd hear sounds. I thought I'd freak. Nothing. Totally calm. Dream. <laughs> Not so good going to the loo at 70 mile an hour winds. Okay. <laughs> don't experience that one. Oh, yeah, was a, but you don't need loo paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, thank you so, so much. The tour, I'm not as well as I thought I was, based on the book, but not the book. Yeah. Not a reading of the book. Starts this Thursday, the 14th. Tickets and more info at rubywax.net. And we can follow you on Instagram. Window cleaning, swimming, <laughs> doing all of the fantastical things that you spend your day with wild curiosity. You're 
every see day. me outside this window hanging with, with my the squidgy <laughs> in my in my what is it called my basket your ba- should be in a basket no time with a squidgy Thank you so, so much and good luck with the tour. Still to come, a round of Word Up, but first, hello, Martha. Hello, hello, I'm up for that. You look fresh and very professional. I feel very hot. (laughs) She's in a white coat, lads. There's an apron on. Last week she was in like a little dress. This is, you know, serious, Martha. Really, it means didn't have time to take it off. (laughs) Fine with it. I love it. Um, It's kind of, I mean, it's barbecue season, isn't it? For the next 10 minutes. I know. How exciting. I feel like this week everyone has to maximise. It's like, right, we know it's just a week and yeah. then the rain might come again. Get involved. So get it done. And I feel like it adds a nice little kind of, yeah, final hurrah to summer kind of vibe. I like that. Mm. Underline. Now, I mentioned earlier on potato salad. Mm. And like the sides that go with a with a, a barbecue. I recently made, went to France on holidays. You know, most people bring back kind of elegant sexy French things I brought back two boxes of potatoes <laughs> I'm not even joking I just actually feel potatoes, embarrassed not saying, even saladed just no the oh my, come on they're not going to hold very long are they if they're saladed wondering. in two boxes no two actual boxes of very small yellow salty oh. potato like divine I'm salivating just thinking of it anywho been trying to use them and I did a potato salad, mm. which I thought was more on the bougie side. You know, it showed I'm a classy kind of bird, not just a down and dirty. I went with Dijon mustard. Nice. Yogurt or yogurt, depending where you come from. Roasted hazelnuts, mm. which I thought was like an elevated little moment. And then fresh parsley, which I nicked from the garden. So I thought, oh, that all makes a lot of sense and feels good yeah. together. Not so much. Oh, didn't get the good reception. Well, I was told explicitly <laughs> to not try and make a classic, you know, healthy. Or, you know, why would why would there be mustard in a potato salad? Just get a load of mayo and and be done with oh, it. Some people get very kind of protective, don't they? Very. <laughs> Where do like, you stand on potato I mean, salad? I think that sounds delicious. I think I actually what? don't really love potato salad. So mine is always alternative because I don't really like it to be too creamy. So I normally Ooh. go right out there and I just do like an oil-based dressing. So I go with loads of lemon, loads of herbs, oil, maybe butter, and then just like coat the potatoes. So what, you don't like mayo? I don't, I like mayo. I just find the mayo-potato combination when it's cold, it's just not for me. Wow, Yogurt weirdly I found myself going, <laughs> put my hand on, <laughs> myself getting a bit, excuse oh. me, what's your problem with mail? And what about then coleslaw? Do you do like a slaw rather than... I often do, but I, I like yoghurt in a coleslaw. But yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm just, I've never been, I like mayonnaise, but it's never been my favourite thing. Because okay. sometimes I feel like it just makes everything a bit like claggy and I was gonna heavy. Say claggy. And with a barbecue, you kind of want some light sides. So Fair. People have their mayo, but I like the yogurt. I think that sounds like a great alternative. I mean, I thought I would, it was have, I would have, I would have complimented that potato salad. Okay. I would have gone, thanks for being creative. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to post it later on Instagram. <laughs> FYI, I'll be in here next week yeah, with Graham going. Now, this week, I've made a sausage sage and butter bean ragu. Oh yes, that's today's recipe. I know. So I've been selling this as you know, sausage and beans. Posh sausage and beans. Proper posh. <laughs> and we'll talk about how to make it afterwards. Is this an easy one if we're thinking, oh, lazy Saturday afternoon, I'm just going to get rustle it up? Yeah, it's pretty easy. doesn't take too long. Less mm. than an hour of, 
of faffing in the kitchen. Okay, is that prep? too bad. That's of the actual, of the bubbling, of the prepping. Okay. Of getting the bits done. It's mm. a really nice alternative to just kind of, oh, we've got leftover sausages. If you're having your barbecue this weekend and then lo and behold the weather turns next week and you're like oh no I've got a 24 pack of sausages in my fridge what shall I Get do with them because <laughs> ragu does sound quite autumnal doesn't yeah. it it sounds like a bit you know um, it is gravyish. Very, very autumnal yeah it's got l- loads of sage in it as well and lots of butter crispy. sage is a thing that is oft undervalued yeah I agree it's sage is in every element of this recipe so oh, what it is basically is a butter bean layer instead of a pasta or a rice. So we're using butter beans as our like carbohydrate. Then it's a sausage ragu and then some crispy sagey breadcrumbs on the top. So it's got all the texture, but very autumnal. We definitely did select our recipes before we realised there was going to be a summer heat wave. It's fine, but I like that you've styled it out with, if you've got sausages left from your barbecue, this is perfect. Will it freeze, Martha, if we're still in the zone where we don't want to be eating something autumnal? Oh yeah, the sausage, the ragu, I reckon that would freeze up really nicely. I reckon it would as well. Right, I'm going to get stuck into it. Sagey, you had me at sage, Martha, to be honest. I'm a vegetarian, but I'm going to take one oh. for tea. Gang, whatever you do, listen intently with the pen. You're going to want to do this recipe. <laughs> it is honestly one of the most delicious. I, I need to put the bowl away because I won't be able to talk. <laughs> one of the most delicious things I've ever had in my life. And it's a very steamy, sunny day. Mm. And it feels like this should be uncomfortable to eat, but it is. <laughs> Very Italian, is it? Yeah, I, don't know. I reckon. It's mm. got a lot of Italian flavours going in there. Sage, oh. when you have that kind of, what you call it, ravioli with the sage and the ricotta. Oh, mm. Reminds me of that. But feels very accomplished. I feel like if you had a dinner party and whipped this out, even though it looks a little lo-fi, it's very impressive. Oh, yeah. It's very classy. It feels quite classy oh, to go, babe, you I'm know going me away, well. doing away with the pasta, and I'm going in with some beans, because some people would be like, say Sorry, what? what? <laughs> A butter bean instead of a piece of penne. <laughs> and not just any butter bean. No, I have used um, a brand called Bold Bean Butter Beans in this. Mm. They take beans, they're called queen butter beans, so they are absolutely enormous. But honestly, I have been eating their beans. They sent me some to try. They sell them in Waitrose and they're just so good. You know when you're like, I didn't realise a bean could taste so good, or the chickpeas as well. Oh yeah, but it does make a difference. And we keep them in the juice? Yeah, so Brine. the butter beans are cooked in their liquids, so... No waste. This is a really great recipe. You know when you're making a recipe, you're like, everything here just works. It's an Ed Smith recipe. Mm -hmm. All of his recipes are really excellent. We love Ed, don't we? We do. We did him last week Mm -hmm. as well. But like, you need, you know when you're like, oh, we need 200 milliliters of water and the the packet you've just used is 200 milliliters. So you're like, great, I'll just fill that one up. It's just like a nice, everything works together. And then you get to the end and you're like, wow, what have I made? Knocked it out of the park. (laughs) So talk us through. So Where do we start, Martha? We're going to start with this sausage ragu. So we're taking an onion, finely chopping it and then start to saute it in a little bit of olive oil. Then we're adding some garlic. We're taking our sausages. So you want a pack of six Waitrose mm-hmm. Cumberland sausages. And these are ones that already have like nutmeg and black pepper. They've got all those flavours that have been layered. infusing into the meat already. So you mm. don't need to add too much, which is really nice. Take them out of their skins, which is always a glamorous job. Very glam. <laughs> Squeeze them out. Are we scissoring them out? I scored them with a knife. The okay. skin was actually quite thin on these, so I think you probably could get away with not taking them out, mm. to be honest. But I, I feel did. like kids would be quite interested in getting involved yeah, in that job. exactly. And I feel like kids would love this kind of recipe because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's just sausages all mashed up. Yeah, <laughs> cooked, cooked away. So you take the sausages out of the skin, stick them into the pan with the onions and kind of mash up the meat a little bit so it looks like a mince, basically. You, you just made your own mince. Then we are going in with a pack of creme fraiche. So this is very Italian because like an Italian bolognese is Mm. made with milk because they cook things in dairy. 
because it adds a little layer of sweetness. So the creme fraiche is giving us that. So a whole okay. tub of 200 grams of creme fraiche. Then fill up your creme fraiche tub, stick that in as well. Straight in Straight on top in. of the sausages. On top of your sausages and your onions. And then we're also sticking in, if you've got a leftover parmesan rind, so we if you've got to the do. end, <laughs> always freeze them because they're really good for things like ragus and bolognaises. Stick in a rind. That's going to add loads of flavour to your dish. Okay. Then that simmers for half an hour. Just on the stove. doesn't really need touching. You can just give it a stir every now Fine, and again. Low maintenance. That's what we're Gets into. Yes, it's going. Oh, and a little bit of sage. The first of our many stagey set. Sagey stages. Sagey stages. Sage stages. <laughs> we're putting in a couple of sprigs of sage, letting that do its thing on the side. Then we're taking the rest of our olive oil, so four tablespoons in a frying pan, Stuck, sticking in all the rest of our sage. So it's like 24 or 25 leaves. There's mm. loads of sage. So we're using a full pack of sage. We're using here. a full pack, which is nice because otherwise they just kind of linger. They get a bit in sad, the back of the don't fridge, they? don't they? So your leaves go in about two minutes and they start to become lovely and crispy and sizzly. Stick them onto some kitchen paper, but don't get rid of your oil. Next thing that goes in is some breadcrumbs. Caramelise them until they're nice and nice and golden and doing their thing add a little bit more garlic and then stick in half of your crispy sage to make a lovely sagey breadcrumby topping bit of seasoning as well and then finally when you're ready to serve you're just taking your butter beans empty the whole can and all the liquid you can use the waitrose essential cans as well stick them all into a big saucepan warm them through about eight minutes a little bit more sage in there as well because we're looking for the sage anything you've got left (laughs) stick it in and then you literally want to ladle your warm beans into a bowl, then your ragu on top, then cover it in your crispy breadcrumbs and a few arrange a few pretty sage leaves on the top, your best ones. Honestly, it is the best. And it's that crunch. Sorry, she's leaning for the bowl again. <laughs> um, she's gone. <laughs> it's the crunch. And I feel like, I mean, I don't know whether I have roasted hazelnuts in the brain or who <gasps> I think I am. Mm. But I feel like a little nut texture crumbly situation on the top could be nice as I well. I think that will work well. Wouldn't it? I think we should, we, should, uh, we should inquire with Ed. Ed, you should add this to your recipe. Little toasted hazelnut. That'd be delicious. We love it. All of us. Mm. Um, right. If you want to do this, which I highly recommend you do, waitrose.com forward slash show chef and... And you can also see all of the recipes on Virgin Radio UK. Thank you so much, Martha. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, see you tomorrow. But now, it's Word Up. Our competition is back. We've got two callers on the line. You know what the gig is here at this stage. You can win a Graham Norton with Waitrose gift box. There's Waitrose brewed champagne. There are salted truffle caramels. Caramel truffles. Same, same, but different. Aged balsamic vinegar, all of the good stuff, all of the things you need. Right, we have got a caller on the line, Teresa, in North Yorkshire. Good morning. Good morning. Or good day, should I say. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's been one of those. Um, how are you? What are you up to today, oh, Teresa? Okay. Yes, I'm fine. I'm, I'm amazed. I've got through. You have got through. It's yeah. real. It's happening. What have you been doing this morning, Teresa? Not, not much. Not Good. much. Just sort of pottering because it's a bit warm. Mm, it is a bit warm. And yeah. is the plan for the rest of the day to potter at leisure? It is, yes. Good, good. You need to get out, though. Get out and about. Oh, yes, yes. I will go out, yes. I'll, I'll pop into town. OK, fine. That's grand. What does town look like? Oh, it's lovely, yeah. It's a lovely little, you know, uh, like a market town. Oh, nice. And yeah. what are you cooking for dinner? Did you get inspired by Martha's ragu? 
Oh, God, it sounded gorgeous. It delicious. But no, I'm just boring. I think I'm just going to do bacon chops. Oh, there's nothing boring about a bacon <laughs> chop. <laughs> if my hubby gets word of it, he's like, that's a proper woman there, a few bacon chops for dinner. <laughs> what do you serve with your bacon chops, Teresa? Well, I'm going, I normally serve um, new potatoes Ooh. with butter mm. and cabbage. Oh, delicious. <laughs> Delicious. Have you room for a couple more? How long will it take to get from London? (laughs) Well, listen, you heard, I'm sure, the clip of our very own Graeme Norton and his acceptance speech at this year's NTAs. Well, this week's NTAs. He won Best Interview. Of course he did. Um, Yeah. yeah. Do you you feel like you're pretty confident? Well, I did watch it. Oh. So I'm hoping... I'm hoping I can remember. I mean, do you want it? Do you need to hear the clip? Maybe you don't even need to hear the clip again, oh, do no, you? No, 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 yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not that yeah. confident. <laughs> no. Okay, Teresa, listen to this. I'm in a different time zone, but it is, yes, it's o'clock. So uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Have a fabulous time. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Teresa in North Yorkshire. You saw it live. You've now heard it three times. I feel like if you saw it written down, you'd nearly guess it when you know it's come from the mouth of Graeme Norton. The pressure is on. Yeah. Can you tell me what the missing word was? Wine. (gasps) Oh, no. So close. Oh, no. I thought it was wine o'clock. Oh, oh well, never mind. <laughs> so close. I'm so sorry, Teresa. Okay, but you know what? Fine. On the upside, you've got chops to look forward absolutely, to. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank Try you. another time, please. Yeah. Thank okay. You. Have a gorgeous day. Bye. On to our next caller, Kathleen in Solihull. Hi, hi, Angela. How are you? I was in Solihull recently for a little reveal for oh. your homemade perfect. Lovely spot. Oh, very good. Mm. Yes, I'm not very far from that. No, and good. I watched that, that programme. Oh, really? Were you yes. happy or were you screaming at the screen? <laughs> it's oh, I, want, I want to knock on their door and ask if I can have a viewing. <laughs> oh, have a little private show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, what's happening today, Kathleen, in your world? Uh, not very much. I'm out for a meal tonight and I have been doing housework today. I know it's hot, but I just couldn't leave it any longer. Okay. So I've changed the beds and, <gasps> and all the boring stuff. That is hardcore in this heat. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Yeah. But it is quite nice to have, like, drill through a bit of that in the morning and kick back by lunchtime. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. A, a feeling of achievement. I've done it. Yeah, well it's done. All dry. Now, where do we stand on um, on ironing laundry? Just as a matter of interest, I put it on a very low spin. Oh, I dear. hang it out and I hang it up. Oh yeah, okay. So no ironing. <laughs> I think life's too short to iron a pillowcase, no. isn't it? Your head's going to be mashed in in a few minutes anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, now, how how are you feeling about this clip? Because, I mean, Teresa was very confident. She almost laughed at the idea that she didn't know it or might not know it. It's a guess and I didn't see the programme, so I can only try. Okay, shall we play it again? Okay, we're going to play it again. 
I'm in a different time zone, but it is, yes, it's o'clock. So uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Have a fabulous time. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Kathleen, can you tell us the missing word? Is it drink? Drink o'clock? I'm in a different time zone, but it is, yes, it's drink o'clock. So uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Fabulous time. And thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) A little cab sob at a 10 a.m. for Graeme. Yeah. <laughs> um, well done, Kathleen. Oh, we will get that um, gorgeous Waitrose gift box to you imminently. Lisa. Have a That's beautiful lovely. day. Thank you so much. You're very, Thank very you. welcome. And enjoy sleeping in your fresh bed tonight. That'll be I a will. dream. <laughs> Bye, lovely. Thank Have a gorgeous you, weekend. Thank you. Great show. Thank, Thank you, you, lovely. Thank you so much for listening today. You can catch us every Saturday and Sunday from 9.30 on Virgin Radio. Follow us on all our socials to keep up to date and make sure you check out our YouTube channel too. Just look up at Virgin Radio UK and you'll find loads of great interviews and live sessions. Until next time. Angela Scanlon on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. Food to feel good about. Virgin Radio.